Well, thank you very much, Mac. I appreciate that. It's good to be here at Valley View, and, and there's, um, there's some strong connections to my life here, and probably those two guys don't even know it, but uh, one of them has an orange shirt sitting over here, and one of them has a white shirt sitting over here. Randy Simpkins and Terry Smith, I first met those two guys when I was a youngster at Crow's Ridge Youth Camp, and I remember from Biggers, Reno, just a youngster going over to that camp, they didn't necessarily have enough stuff for me to do on the farm, so I went to camp that year and I met those guys. And I just remember being so impressed about young men like that, encouraging youngsters like me. And, and that's actually the camp that I learned about Crowley's Ridge College because of some of our weekly directors that were involved at camp that time. So I don't know if I've ever told them that. I may have. I'm getting old and forgetful now, fellas, so you'll have to forgive me about that. But it's good to be here at, at uh, Valley View tonight. Let me see if I can tell. Yes, okay, I can tell. I wanted to make sure I could tell when that screen changed. A lot of good things are happening at Crow's Ridge College, and I won't keep you too long telling you about that. But I'm very proud about our mission of promoting academic and spiritual growth in each student because that's, that's a part of who we are, and we pretty much... A, attach that to everything that we do each class that we offer doesn't necessarily just need to be a bible class but each class each activity that we offer you'll see that uh, permeated throughout uh, what we're doing there of course we started as many of you know back in 1964 and Emmett Smith was our founder a lot of good things happened we had I think that first class in that July had 80 students Several things have changed since then, and now we're a four-year program accredited by at least two organizations that most people recognize, the Higher Learning Commission and the CAPE Organization for the Teaching. And so we've got some other things uh, that were involved in there as well. So lots of good things happening that way to keep uh, what we're doing up to date. When I... Um, when I came and started working there in 2007, I was our Vice President for Advancement, and uh, that took me to see a lot of different people. And I had a lot of questions asked about the college through those years and wondering about how things are going and that sort of thing. And that gave me a good perspective. So as I became president in January of 2020, to really begin thinking about now how can CRC even do a better job of serving our students? How can we make sure that people know who we are? So I kind of put together a, a vision that I thought might work well for the college, and I wanted the board to uh, authorize that, and they did, and then we got others involved on that. And so when I first came, we put together our Thrive 2025 strategic plan, and uh, if you want to go to the website and download that and read about that in more detail, I hope that you will. You'll see three different objectives there. Drive to 500 is our number one. And we've been growing in our enrollment uh, since we started this new strategic plan. And so we, sh we should be on our way to develop that 500. That'll be a total headcount, but we're looking for at least 300 full-time students in a lot of different ways we're doing that number two Paragles College you know I think we've done an okay job of connecting with the churches of Christ I'm not going to say we've done a great job because you always can do better and I think we should have been out there even more and more but outside the churches of Christ 
even in Paragool, there are a lot of people that still really don't know, oh, Crow's Ridge College, yes, I forgot about you out there on the edge of town. And so we need to do a good job because we are serving lots of students within the churches of Christ, but some that are not. But we're also providing services for the community of Perigal. So there's a lot of things that we're doing in our activities that kind of give back to the community so they can connect us to Perigal's college. And number three, field of dreams. We've, we've had a few changes through the years, but most people that have come to our campus uh, before 2010 said you know a little has changed and I thought well well that's a good thing because I, I think of the mission of the college and the smallness and some wonderful stories that people have as they've been involved there but of the negative side of that of some of our buildings and some of the new things that you want to see at a college uh, they were saying that in that sense that not much has changed so we're beginning to have our field of dreams list and of course on the the motto if you build it they will come except you want to make sure to do that in a strategic fashion not to go beyond your means but we're we're having some new buildings and we have some other new buildings that I'll talk about as well and so if you want to read that and what that is about I hope that you'll go to our website and download that we did have a nice commencement ceremony in May where we had 34 graduates. And uh, what I, I heard about our students quite a bit, especially those that had, um, had internships in ministry or in teaching, is can you send me some more students like those? And a lot of those students already had jobs before the day of commencement. So those are the kinds of things that you want to hear about your college. So good things are happening there. And more and more opportunities with our degree programs. We have four different divisions, which I've broken down, show you the different degrees and uh, the majors and minors that are offered. So a lot of opportunities there to go into different fields. And we'll talk about a little bit more of that later on. We've also been really kind of checking them off as we made them, but we've had a number of achievements that God has blessed us with. And I won't go into each one, but just some of the things that we did was there was um, a need for a business model that really worked, where we didn't spend more than we took in, that our cash flow was working in a good way. And so we implemented a zero-based budgeting system and for you accountants out there, that means something. For some of the rest of you, it may not. But we actually start fresh every year at zero with each department manager basically kind of going over their expenses that they think they'll need for the year and asking for these things in budget items. The closer those expenses are to our strategic plan, the more likely they are of being okayed in the budget. So that's really working out well because we also are looking at enrollment and fundraising and we look at what we did the previous year. Can we match that and do a little bit better? That helps us a, a lot more achieve our, our budget through the year. So our cash flow is uh, certainly changing that way. And number two, we began a full-time campus ministry program uh, right after I, I got in my new role. And it's not that we didn't do a good job at the college of having uh, campus ministry. We had someone dedicated to it, but we didn't have someone full-time. That that was their main objective, is reaching out to those students and connecting with them. 
We have quite a few students that come to play ball. And as you can imagine, they're not all from the churches of Christ. And sometimes they don't know that much about the Bible. Maybe they had families where religion was important. Christianity was something that they lived by, they wanted. But others, that may not be the case. So a full-time campus ministry program to fully connect with our student body is something that we, we really begin focusing on. And uh, so we have a campus ministry house that we renovated. And so kids are, are really involved in, in looking at things like that. And I'm very, very happy about that. Another achievement that we did, number three, we renovated the Carter Activity Center. I remember not long after I was at Crows Ridge College in my other role, and we had an event, and all of a sudden there was something large that fell down from the ceiling and all I remember is as a representative of the college it kind of embarrassed me because I saw that and it was a piece of the the brown insulation there I had only been a president just a, a month or so when I got my first call and they said you know we've got to do something about this building it's leaking our first basketball games are coming soon so we began working on that that was already in our crosshairs anyway but we renovated that building over 20 and 21 it looks so much better we added a little bit more of the front awning so that if it happens to be raining you're not going to be caught out in the rain we've got places for you you'll see a new court you'll see a lot of new things inside so you don't see uh, things like that falling down from upstairs and you see a new LED lighting and different things like that. You'll also see our banners and you'll see the, the USA flag, which we're proud of. And uh, we certainly display that. And uh, another thing is enrollment. Our enrollment is growing, but part of that is because we've restructured our degree programs to allow more students to come in. Now, as a, a student that comes from a community college, they've already got basically their general education courses behind. And what they were finding, though, is that they were, they were taking nearly three years or more to finish their four-year degree. So we restructured our academic programs to where it works in tandem with the other colleges. And now those students can come in and finish in just two more years at the college. Uh, it's still taking the Bible courses and things as you would, you would think so. So that hel has helped us increase enrollment. If you'll look at the enrollment for higher education, you're not going to see that up for a lot of colleges. So I'm glad that CRC can, can say that uh, we have increased that enrollment. And one of the things that we did was we had some buses and, and transportation that I, I didn't think uh, needed to be there any longer. So we got rid of those. We replaced our buses and vans, and we put uh, new vinyl wraps on those. We didn't want uh, our athletes having rain come in and, and leak and get their uniforms wet. And so we, we've got some pretty nice buses and things there. And all those are paid for. That We didn't finance those. We raised the money and did that. Now, number seven on quality um, matters training. I know COVID has been difficult, and, and I'll tell you, as, as someone who had never been president of a college before, coming in January and then COVID comes in March, that was just exactly what I wanted to happen. Uh, we, we had a, a tough time looking at all that. But there were some blessings that came from COVID for us in terms of some money and things that, that came in for that. And with that money, we bought some technology that our teachers needed. 
We also put our teachers through some educational training so they could begin to offer those online classes. And now our, our teachers are certified in online training through this Quality Matters. We've also got some things that are online programs, management systems that we use for those. And that helps us in our degree programs as well. Um, and so lots of good things are happening there. We also hired several credentialed and experienced faculty members, those that had higher education experience, uh, sometimes at CRC, but often outside. They had supervised quite a few uh, faculty members. And so to bring those in into a higher education that uh, where you knew what you were doing and you had some additional experiences and uh, they were qualified Christian folks, that really has been helpful to us too in moving forward. We also now have a digital learning in terms of our books. Uh, we also have the hard copies available. So our digital learning is, is our book prices are pretty low, but for another $8, if they want a hard copy, they can get a hard copy book as well. So our students do like that. Uh, and we have students that sometimes we're, we're probably like maybe many of us here in this building could use a little extra help now and then. And so we have a, a tutoring program to where they come up and they can work on their home, homework or test preparation. And so we have t uh, teachers and we also have uh, some of our students that are better students that participate in that as well. And so that's a good thing. And of course, do, being able to register students online and not that we're getting from, away from the personal touch, but if you're going to offer online programs, uh, hopefully you've you got to have students that don't have to come to campus to register those, especially say they live in several states away. So that's another reason we needed to be able to do those things online. And our active advising initiatives. And, you know, it's one thing to say you're a Christian college, but it's, it's really something else to, to be involved in really interacting with your students to where they know that you care about them. And so when our, our students, um, perhaps they're, maybe it's they, they've missed school a few days and our, our teachers and our, our staff are noticing that, they're going to be checking on that. And then they're going to try to figure out why. why. Why didn't they show up to class? Not to penalize them right away, but just to figure out what's going on. And there are some issues that our students are dealing with that we need to understand. And we need to, some are working jobs and supporting their family and trying to pay part of the mortgage or put food on the table. Or they have some other things that are taking place. And so active advising is not just about getting the right classes so they'll graduate on time, though that's part of it. It's about getting to know that student and, and how to make them successful. And we have a number of things that we do to help them with that. And so we give them a little extra help there, and I'm, I'm proud of how that's going. Our new website, if you want to know about the college, you can log on, and you'll see a lot of different things right there. You can click on any of those categories and find out more information, and I hope that you will. What makes a pioneer? How much does it cost? Uh, what scholarships are available? All of that is, is just at your, your fingertips, and you can read about that uh, pretty easy. Uh, just by logging on to that and so we're, we're proud of that and that's really helping us with some of our online programs that we have as well we've got some new uh, agreements with high schools with 
community colleges and four-year colleges as well. One of the latest that we have is with Harding University uh, in their, their College of Pharmacy where you can go three years at the college, do some of the, the basic works for that, and then they've guaranteed placements for five of our students without an entrance exam, without, without taking that, um, the PCAT requirement that you have. They actually will guarantee placements for five of our students as long as they meet those academic requirements that we've agreed on with Harding. That'll be the first of some other things that we're doing. We're talking to Fried Hardeman about some other things. I won't go into detail because it's not gone public yet, but some good things are happening there, and Harding has some other things we do, we're talking about as well. We, um, we do have a very strong athletic program in a lot of ways, and, and it's getting uh, more experience and, and more coaching experience and doing better. But instead of paying the local health club what, like they were doing, we took those funds and we ended up cleaning out an area. What was called the, uh, a lot of you may have, have used to buy your, your quarterly publications for Bible classes at the bookstore and press. Well, now we own that building, and part of that is our workout center. And uh, so our athletes and others, we put that in there. Instead of monthly fees going somewhere, we bought some equipment, and now we have that ourselves. Uh, on campus. We'll bring that as our gym expands, but we've, we've brought some other things to campus. If you, you walk through there, and some of the former students are coming through and say, man, I love seeing those swings on campus. It's finally, you're enjoying this beautiful campus. You've got picnic tables. Uh, we've got uh, a disc golf course that we keep up that has the concrete pads there uh, as you begin each course. And uh, we'll have sponsorships for those programs and things like that. We have a coffee and smoothie bar uh, in the community center and, and some places to get some food. So some good things like that, they can just charge that to their student ID or their staff uh, faculty ID. We've got a lot of activities going on with our students and their student life and uh, lots of different trips that we take, lots of things that we do on campus. It doesn't always take place off campus, but we try to really give them plenty to do because um, that really helps them connect with our students and our faculty and staff. And so one of the key ways that we do that is through our Ridge Connection program. And we had a wonderful campus minister in Grayson and Amanda Taylor, his wife, who helped him. Uh, but they got an opportunity to go back home, be closer to grandparents, both sides. And so we understood that, but we certainly didn't want to lose them. But we're looking for just the right campus minister now. Well, they don't have to have a master's in Bible, but if they did have a master's in Bible, we could put them to work and teaching a few Bible class for us as well, depending on what uh, their master's was, was about. So we still have a very active spiritual life. Also with chapel, that's still required of all of our students, and um, that's something that we offer as well. And our Bible students that chose to major in Bible, there's a lot of things that we do with them uh, for that spiritual focus, getting them ready for ministry in a lot of different regards. And so I'm, I'm happy about how our students are going out there and ministering to churches in a lot of different ways, and uh, mission work as well. 
And so we have monitors like you see here. These are two different uh, high-definition TVs that have our, our different announcements about what's going on so the students can keep up. We really want them to know, here's some things we're doing just for you. Here's the cost. Here's the time. Come and join us. So we'll do some things like that. Or maybe the bowling trip that you'll see down there. We'll have some pizza parties. They have a pretty big time with our students. And our athletic program, if you want to go and, and look at, we've got men's uh, base, baseball and basketball and golf. And on women, we have some of those things in basketball, softball, volleyball. And we also are beginning golf this coming year. And we'll, next year, we'll have uh, men's and women's cross country. Probably one that we have that you didn't know we have is um, it's not necessarily an NAIA sport that we're participating in. It's more like a club-type sport, but it's called Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And so we have, we have a black belt faculty member, and uh, he's been involved in that a long time when he was in military service. So that, that works out as something new and different to do. All of these, except for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, are scholarship opportunities. And so we still have a few openings on a couple of those. I know within baseball and volleyball, we still have some openings. If you want to know more about that, just let me know, and we can put you in touch with someone. So what does it cost to, to attend the college? And we've got it all listed there on our website. And you can go through and see those costs at $22,500 for those campus students. But really, once we apply the uh, different financial aid opportunities, the scholarship, the average student pays less than 14000 a year to attend the college. And that's pretty difficult to meet in most of the colleges out there. And so most of the students, after they really will figure out the prices, um, that's a pretty good deal, and we'll work with them. And, and we do have many scholarships available. So go on our, our website and look at what those scholarships are and begin to add those up. And one that I'm pretty excited about are trustee scholarships because we have five different scholarships that are just for students that are affiliated with the Churches of Christ. Not all are Bible majors, some are, but some are just active Christians and doing different things, and we have some scholarships available for those students as well. So, so look at that, and some of those, those can be stacked with other scholarship opportunities. So that really helps. We have some specialized scholarships, and those are some of the working scholarships that we have uh, that you'll do a few things, nothing too difficult. But if you want to uh, have some questions about that, uh, we have uh, Shelly Beasley, uh, who is really our financial aid director and has basically helped us while we're looking for another admissions director. But Shelly's done a great job of putting things together there, and, and her assistant, Sammy, has been helping as well. And they can answer some questions for that. Uh, maybe it's, I wanted, I wanted people on board because not everyone knows what FAFSA is or how to fill that particular form out or what does it mean with, with my tax forms? Where do I find that information? Or are there some scholarships in addition to this that we can find? And so we wanted somebody like Shelly who had the initiative to just kind of walk them through the process and, and just be there right and get on the computer with them if they needed to. And Shelly's great at that. 
So how are we funded? Well, our budget is less than it was. We've tried to uh, knock down a few of those unneeded expenses. So it's, it's under four, four million. And so the majority of that's through tuition and fees, but not nearly all of it. We raise, most colleges will raise about 15% in their fundraising efforts. We raise closer to 24% in our fundraising efforts, and we also have a modest uh, endowment that provides a little bit of income for us as well. And then we have programs like CRC Day where a church may give through their treasury or they may allow individuals to, to send money to the college. And we use that for our, our Bible majors, but we also use it in other ways as well that are some of those church-connected scholarships. And um, so the buildings that we build, whether it's the new apartments, the Johnson and King Honor Housing apartment units, or it's the renovations to the campus ministry house, those aren't through tuition and fees. Those are through fundraising and things like that, uh, because that's not necessarily something that, that we do every time. Every year, we have a number of giving opportunities people can participate in, and you can look at those, whether you want to do that through our memorials or honors, you can do that through our website, give online, or you can do some of the planned gifts. And I won't go into a lot of details, but I've worked in planned giving uh, since 1994 and can answer some questions about that, like the gift annuities. That's a program that started in 1843. So it's something that we offer through the Department of Insurance that oversees that. And it, the, those are fixed rates. They're pretty high compared to conventional investments. As you look at some of those rates, you'll see the single person or the married persons on the right side. Those are some pretty nice rates. And if you want a personalized illustration just sent to you for your preparation and reading, we can do that. If you want to know information, I can give you some on that as well. Uh, wills and estate planning. What I've tried to do through the years if, is basically find some of the best Christian attorneys that, that are not just general practitioners, but they're really attorneys that understand estate planning that also has the charitable estate planning component because there's ways to avoid some taxes. And if you're charitable-minded anyway, why not do that with some of the assets that you would have to pay taxes on? And so there are some ways to do that. If you need some information, uh, me to meet, I can uh, talk to you about that in private. I meet with several families a year on doing things like that. And we're about to kick off our first capital campaign that we've had in a long time. And this will be a $12 million capital campaign for some existing facility improvements, for some new facilities, and we'll also fix some of our existing facilities. One of the things that I was concerned about, since we started in 1964, you can imagine that some of our buildings had some age on them. And even though they looked structurally pretty strong, I was worried about the things that we couldn't see. What, what was going to be a problem before long? And what was a safety issue, perhaps? And I really wanted those items to be more uncovered and dealt with so we could be more proactive. And so I had an engineer who also was a, basically a facility specialist because of his former job uh, with another university doing some of that. And he's gone through every building on our campus with other people as well. And so we've got... Um, quite a few things over two million dollars of needs that we really need to fix within six of our facilities so that'll be part of that 
new facilities from a new chapel, some new um, classrooms, uh, different things like that. Some of the things that will be about improving our baseball field, our science building because of the new degree programs that we'll offer in science. So a lot of different things like that as well. And of course, our endowment, it's important to keep building that endowment. So we'll have some, uh, some funds to come in there to keep making these improvements. And if, if you're like me, you don't like debt. Well, I don't like that CRC does have some debt, but we do. It was there when I came, and I'm going to do my best to get rid of that uh, in, in the upcoming few years. And that's going to be part of our capital program as well. And so I can tell you more about that in private. We'll have some meetings to tell about that to other people. You know, finding qualified members of the Church of Christ for jobs when you narrow it down in that particular sense, that makes it a little bit more difficult, but it's something that we need to do. And so these are some different job opportunities that we, we have right now. And you can click on those on our website, see a detailed job description. Or if you know of someone that you think, you know, Richard, you ought to talk to this person. Well, just give me a heads up about that, and, and I'll, I'll do my best to make that visit. Because uh, we certainly need some good people in these roles. Uh, some of these are new positions just to make things flow a little easier, to take a little bit off of my office or Andrea. I didn't, I didn't introduce Andrea, my wife, but she's here with me uh, this evening as well. And then her dad, he surprised us and just came tonight, and we're glad that he did. But Andrea works next door. I didn't hire her. She was already there, you know, so, so I, I, I'm not going to fire her, though, I can tell you that. Uh, but she has really been a big help to me working side by side. Uh, I think she wouldn't mind retiring before too long, but I'm trying to talk her into staying a few more years until we get a few more things fixed that we're trying to get done. And so we're glad to have them. There is a place, if you're a, a potential student, there's a place for you there. And it may be that you want to commute. It may be that you're thinking about living in the dorm. We've got some pretty spacious dorm rooms. And we've got some new furniture coming for all of the, the dorms as well. We've put some changes in there since some of you have been there on campus. So come and talk to us about the college. Uh, things are going well. Let, let me know what you think. Let me know some things that maybe you've got ideas that we ought to do this or that, and I'm wide open to listening to what those would be. But go to our website. Know that we're actually checking off the things on our Thrive strategic plan. That's not something that we just made up and put in a file drawer for accreditation, but it's actually something that's driving the process of CRC making good changes. And so it's really been uh, my pleasure uh, to be with you tonight to tell you about the college and I hope that that is something that you found helpful and uh, I've enjoyed being with you. And I also know that there's probably some folks here that um, may have some things on their hearts that they want to think about and uh, want the church to know about. And if that's something that you need to let the church know in a public way, I hope that you will. I assume that they'll have an invitation song uh, this evening. And so any way that the leadership can help you will be at the time to do that as we stand and sing.